Where's your skull? Henry. Thank you, Detective, for locating my fellow cancer patient. Welcome to Generation Lost, the show about movies with Bryn. And Jeremy. That doesn't take itself too seriously and is spooky. That's right. We we are in week five of the Dark Council's Spooky Month. And this week we got uh, (laughs) the first attempt that the Dark Council made to uh, make us go to the theater to watch a movie. Yeah. Did Um, either of us? We thwarted them. (laughs) (laughs) We will never go to the theater. <laughs> uh, <laughs> another another plan dashed on the rocks. <laughs> I'm fully <laughs> I'm fully saying that the theme this month was torture porn. Yeah. Uh which uh not body horror. Yeah. Uh, that way only Eraserhead and, and Reanimator don't make sense here. Um <laughs> So we got Audition, we got Martyrs, and now we have Saw X, mm-hmm. also known as Saw 10. Also known as Socks. Socks. <laughs> Go friggin' Socks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a Boston baseball fan's favorite movie. Yeah. Um, yes, this movie is in theaters now, and our plan was to go see it in the theaters. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, we are both so busy (laughs) so busy yeah you know i had said at the beginning of the month uh or last month i guess when these were being chosen i had said like you know i'm owed a night out i've done a lot of uh solo parenting while mo was on trips i feel like i'm owed a night out i can go do it sometimes being owed a night out and actually having the time to go out are just different things different things. uh, yeah i really wanted to i didn't make the time i had to get vaccinated um before we both did get the we both got the clot shot i got (laughs) fucked up by it for like two straight days me too folks at home i'm just gonna go ahead and say it don't get the shot (laughs) (laughs) don't be like us we're fucked up now (laughs) we're we're anti-vax now i'm not fucking doing it again dude it fucked me up (laughs) after the fourth one we're (laughs) anti-vax um never again (laughs) (laughs) yeah this is how i felt for two days i had to practice on the second day and i felt like i was gonna pass out yeah that shit sucked don't Um, do it folks it's not good um it's not not worth it i I got the flu shot and the covid shot at the same time and i think that was really the culprit there no it wasn't because i didn't get the flu shot i just got the i got the covid and the hep b Mm, does the hep b fuck you up no, it was fine the first time I got it. It did nothing to me. 
<laughs> uh, interesting. Uh, so yeah, we're going to talk about Saw X, but not until we talk about what else we watched this week, as <clears throat> we are wont to do every week on Generation Loss. So I must ask, Jeremy, what did you watch this week? Thank you for asking, Bryn. You are welcome. Well, as as I've stated in the past, uh, for a spooky season, I like to watch a lot of horror movies. However, this week, I could think of no scarier movie around than to watch the official release of City Skylines 2. <laughs> <laughs> Which, for those who have not been following, has been a complete catastrophe. <laughs> Oh really? Yeah, like one of the one of the worst rollouts of a game I've ever seen. Um, the game is completely unfinished. Um, it's very broken, and basically everybody like for for a, a they did a, a damn Cyberpunk's twenty seventy seven. People straight up. I mean, I didn't play Cyberpunk, so I don't really know. But people are saying that it's like significantly worse than what was up with Cyberpunk because like Cyberpunk was like glitchy and buggy and stuff like this. Like there, there are fingerprints all over the thing showing that like they just were like possibly a year or more away from actually being finished with oh this my game, God. and they just kind of had to slap it together because they were, you know, they had like release dates to fulfill. Um, wow! So basically, the game is like wildly unoptimized. Unoptimized. It's like a whole mess. It like doesn't run very well on even like the highest end computers. Um, and that's because <laughs> like every individual civilian in it is like thousands of polygons. Like they're like, they, they are not, uh, optimized the at all. They're people? like the little people that you barely even see or care about because you're looking at buildings and cars and trains. And yeah. Stuff. It's a, it's a the civil engineering people. thing. Yeah. You really just need them to be like a little dot that moves. It doesn't really matter that much. Uh, they are like, way over modeled down to the level of like there was a viral post going around of like like their teeth are individually modeled <laughs> like they're super Why? super over modeled because they uh they used a um like some sort of an ai based like procedural generator to just make the people um and it just seems pretty clear that like they didn't make people for a really long time and they just worked on like other elements of what people do. And then they got close to their release date and they were like, Oh fuck, we didn't make people. What oh are we going to do? And so they just like basically like bought this off the shelf procedural generator and didn't check to see like what it would do to the game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like basically like the economy in the game doesn't work. The, uh, um, like supply and demand is completely broken. It doesn't do anything it's supposed to do anything. They promised it would do e everything about it is fucked. And it's not even like ready for people to start modding or anything like that. So there's no hope of it being any good until they make it good, which is probably going to be a year from now. So it's so a, it's, it's a big old out. mess. Uh, it's basically a beta. Yeah. That's what I would say. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm reading a big uh, Samio Samioid core that mm. like little dog, uh, dang account posted something about like made a post that says too long didn't read. If you expect the in-game economy simulation to include features like supply chains, exports, and import of goods and resources processing, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, so it sounds like the economy just doesn't isn't there. 
it just isn't there yet. It's it's one of the core features of the game is just not actually there. It's not they didn't put it in yet. So that's been pretty funny. Um, I'm like fairly out of the game, so I'm like kind of watching from afar. But I do have it, and I have been playing it. So, in a lot of ways, it's commendable that uh, I did finish Sense8 and watch Saw X this week. <laughs> what with everything going on. <laughs> right. I uh, agree. I have barely had time to watch anything. Yeah. So, then the other thing that I watched this week, um, Mo and I have been like so fucking tired uh, at night because Nico's been like on one. Uh, he's really been going through something and uh, so we're just like so fucking beat by the end of the night that we like have been falling asleep like a half hour after he does we just want to throw something on that's just like really stupid that we don't have to pay much attention to so we started watching it's on um, Max uh, but it originally aired on on channel 4 in England Uh, it's a TV show called Naked Attraction (laughs) oh I've heard of this you've heard of this it's the the Naked Dating Show they're just fully nude and yeah. it's and they are uh really naked right like you see they're their really really shit. naked yeah so the uh the concept is that it's a it's a bachelor or bachelorette who is looking for a date and uh they're presented with i think it's six to begin with uh six fully nude people who are behind uh like a door and the door opens like from the bottom to the top and so like the host will be like, all right, let's get a look at the bottom halves and like the door like lifts up. So all you see are their legs and dicks. <laughs> <laughs> and so like the woman has to like go around and be like, "Ooh, I like this dick. This one looks pretty good, but I don't <laughs> like the hair around it. <laughs> He's not manscaping enough. Yeah. Um, and then so then it'll open a th- another segment to look at like their chest and arms and shoulders and stuff. And then uh, finally, it'll open to show their head, and then they get to speak once. Um, they get to speak once, just the one time. Yes, yeah, so you can hear what their voice sounds like. The Do point of it try... is to not get to know them. The point Do... of it is to use only superficial things. Right? Do they try to uh, get really ugly guys who are ripped? So I don't Do know. They have butterfaces. I, well, this is what I was going to say is yes, um, but I don't know if they try to do that or if that's just what England is like, because it's <laughs> like, yeah, that's true. There is this like absolutely hilarious thing that keeps happening where like they'll and, and it's not always the people who make it all the way through or anything. Sometimes the people are eliminated and it just like pulls up and you see them and you're just like, ah, <laughs> like, <laughs> just just, like, like they just like you'll see their teeth and their teeth are like really British and they're really all over the place. <laughs> and like you'll hear them talk and they sound like they're like the dumbest person alive. And you're like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, it's very interesting. Um, the the wide array of just hideous penises that exist in the world and like <laughs> and like the weird ways that like when it's a male who's talking about women like the weird ways that they'll have to like talk about pussy like th- that no man alive has ever done you know like there's there's like i was just talking to mo about this the other night i don't think there are guys who are like opinionated about what a vagina should look like you know like i just don't sure. think that's a real thing you know <laughs> and like these guys will like go around because the women are talking about the penis forever um 
And that's like an interesting, compelling piece of television. But when it's the men, you really kind of like, you know, you kind of start being like, all right, let's fucking get through this, dude. I don't want to hear you talk forever about like, I like that the labia is inside the body. <laughs> I like these pussy lips. <laughs> yeah, I a- is hanging down a little bit. I like that. <laughs> I feel I had a, a viral post two years ago about mm. like, where are the pussy men? Right. Um, and that was, I don't know if 24,000 is viral, but it was a, whatever, uh, mm-hmm. a big post. And lots of people did say, like, I specifically do really like pussies. Uh, I mean, you can specifically like them, but even if you do specifically like them, you're not, like, you're not thinking about them the same way that, like, because it's not like, I don't think there are women necessarily who are, like, like, there are size women, but there aren't, like, aesthetic penis women, you know? There aren't, like, women who are, like, specifically, like, like I like yeah, a no, good that's, looking. That, that's the thing. I like the, a good looking dick. You're talking more about utility when you're talking about dick, right? You're talking about yeah. like size and shape and like how like girth. How's it gonna work? You know? <laughs> yeah. Is it cut or is it uncut? And that right. helps the yeah. Uh, but pussy, you can't tell anything. Like it doesn't yeah, matter exactly. what a pussy There's looks like. There's nothing that you can tell from the outside. <laughs> like you, you have regular and gross. <laughs> <laughs> Like if something looks really bad, like yeah. there's some sort of like issue or infection mm-hmm. or something. But other like normal colors you don't recognize, stuff like that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but then there's a, the whole wide variety of vagina or vulva, I should say. It's yeah. uh it's it's no one cares. Yeah, it's all good. Not <laughs> adults don't care anyway, you know, like as a teenager, you're like, oh, is it weird? But like, you know, yeah, I, I think I feel like people talk more about dicks because they're on the outside mm-hmm. and guys have like obsession with it. My normal and like, does it look good? Is it big enough? And yeah, there is more conversation about the way they look. But like when you're an adult, like unless you have a micro penis yeah. or a dick that is too big to function which i'm still waiting by the way for that on naked attraction i'm waiting for like one of them to just have like the biggest dick on earth (laughs) i I was just reading an article that said there was something about that Uh, oh about the there's like something that just happened with yeah naked attraction star with world's biggest penis issues brutal blow to cancer survivor What does that I'm sure mean? the Daily Star is, is is framing this exactly how it happened. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll go ahead and read this later. I'm curious, yeah, um, but um, starring yeah. So it. Naked Attraction is a good time. It's really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good time though. It's a decent enough time. Yeah, I mean, you get to see naked people. I like you get seeing, to see naked people uh, like every so often. They're hot. Um, <laughs> very often they're they're pretty heinous though. But um, I think that's I like having I think it's good for I people like the to intel. get I yes, I think it's good for people to get used to seeing what real people look like naked. Mm. Especially when you're younger. Like you got to see I think I think kids should be forced to watch the show is what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> like you got to see people naked who aren't porn stars. Yes. It's very helpful true. as you grow up to be like this is what like the actual range of body types looks like. And here's what I think is hot within that window. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and don't expect people to be ripped or, you know, huge titted or whatever. Right. There was one great one that I just watched uh, where it's like a, 
I mean, whatever the British equivalent of this, but like a like a Bushwick ass, you know, like straight bang, like art school glasses sort of chick. Sure. Uh, who is like, she's like, I've been dating men all my life and I want to give women a try. And she like decides to go on naked attraction for her first go at a woman. <laughs> and they're like interviewing her at the beginning. They're like, have you ever like even kissed a woman? She's like, I've like pecked a woman before. And you're like, <laughs> no. what are you doing here, bitch? This is not for you. <laughs> so naked attraction has um, gay ones too. Yeah, they do gay ones. Okay. Um, they My do buy is, ones where you get a little bit of each. Oh, interesting. My question is, what happens when they pick them? You go on a date the next day and then uh, with your clothes on. Um, okay. And then a month later, they check in on you to see if anything has gone on since then. I think uh, they very just... infrequently has anything gone on since then. <laughs> Here's how I think it should work. There is $100,000 on the line. You mm-hmm. have to pick which person you're going to have sex with. Yeah. And then when you pick them, you must fuck them for the $100,000 <laughs> on on camera. <laughs> like if you're going to go if you're going to go full like this is shallow, like mm-hmm. you're only judging a person based on their looks, like see how that works out for you. Like yeah. let us let us see. Well, I keep saying they should have to get the dicks hard. Like it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> You're not giving them the full intel here. <laughs> That's true. Like, I understand you can't show that on TV without it becoming porn. You can, like, you know, bring the camera up and just, like, film the person's reaction to it or something. But you've got to show the hard dig. Like, you've got to, they've got to have all the information. It's I not, agree. I it's think not it's fair. Should, I think it's, and then I think every episode should end with the worst porn of all time. It's just two complete strangers. <laughs> two hideous English slam pigs <laughs> just fucking each other. Yes. Yeah. So, but so the one with the the uh, first time lesbian one was hilarious because every round you have to eliminate somebody until you get like the last two, and then you pick the one you go on a date with, right? And so every every round she like sees the the next part, and she like sees one she likes, and she's like talking about how beautiful it is and whatever, and then she like they get to the elimination, and she eliminates the one she thought was hot. <laughs> And they keep being like, why are you doing this? And she's like, oh, she reminds me of my sister. She has the same name as my mother. You're just <laughs> like, you're like, bitch, you do not want to fuck a woman. <laughs> this is insane. <laughs> oh, just she's keeps, the pi- she's the she, picker. Yeah, yeah. She keeps finding someone who is she basically zeroes in on whoever the hottest one is left of those who are left and then eliminates them. <laughs> why? Because she's trying to not fuck a woman. <laughs> <laughs> That's psycho. Yeah. Uh, it's right, a crazy show. Fun. It's a good time. What did you watch this week? This week, I watched something. So one thing we've talked about a couple times on this show uh, is how w- what we wanted to find sometimes with this show is like movies that are like, you know, like Don't Hug Me, I'm Scared or Marble Horn. It's like these weird sort of like forefront of the internet culture mm-hmm. and like stuff that isn't really a quote unquote movie. Um, but, but is something we count as movies. So this week I found one. Mm. Um, and I'm, I'm very excited to talk about it actually. Cause I don't know how many people have seen this. Actually I can look, <laughs> uh, cause it's on YouTube. Um, there are 41,000 people who've seen this. 
Okay. Um, not a lot. Not a lot. Um, one of my favorite bands is called Radical Face. It is mm-hmm. the um, project of Ben Cooper, a um, a guy from Florida, um, and he did this three slash four album trilogy of. So it's weird to call his stuff concept records because they're not like traditional like people talking, you know, like they're not musicals. They're like little songs that tell little stories of this very like three generations of families that have this like magical blood. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's like in the 1800s and then in the 50s and then in the present. Um, And each album is like a collection of like sons and grandfathers and great grandfathers and um, Jeremy standing up. Oh, sorry. Um, I was just opening the window. (laughs) uh, So um, that record is called family tree. It's three slash four records um, Mm -hmm. called the roots, the leaves and the branches. And then the bastards um, is like the another famous part of trees. Yeah. It's like the ancillary (laughs) stuff. Um, and that's amazing stuff. Like his, his work is sort of, um, I'm trying to think it's kind of Decemberist Um, but a lot less tweeness. Like it's sort of more grounded folk music, um, with this sort of like dark, um, melodies and stuff. Um, so this guy hasn't released anything since then. Um, it's been almost 10 years. Um, and he's just revealed that his new project is like kind of not an album. It's a movie. Um, so he just released the first book. And what it is, is a 40 minute long little movie that he uh, painted all of it. Mm-hmm. He like painted and directed and edited it all himself. Um, and it's like a fairy tale. Um it's a little story about this creature who was born out of an enormous acorn and lives in like a little commune of like all the other acorn people and has this like strange calling that he's not supposed to be there. And it's like a little kind of the second song is called over the garden wall. Mm -hmm. And um, that is sort of the vibe. It's a little spooky kids show kind of thing um but it's not all songs like it's it's most of it is like he's reading you a book and then you're watching these like beautiful paintings that he made of the forest and the place they live and so this little kid is like really struggling because he feels like there's something he's being called to do and he talks this huge giant tree um to for guidance and the tree basically tells him like yeah you're supposed to in like cryptic ways and then the end of the story, him and his little ladybug friend go venture off into the forest to like figure out what's going on with his mm-hmm. brain. Um, one thing I forgot to mention about family tree is that he is, uh, he's a gay man. Him and his husband are in the band. Um, and the, the magical blood is like a metaphor for queerness and people uh-huh. who are, you know, ex, 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 um, what is the word? I'm estranged yeah. from their family because of those things over the course right. of history. So it's very sad and, and, and pretty. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, that's the first episode, I guess it's like a 40 minute long film um, 
about this little guy. Uh, and then it's three big songs. Um, he doesn't like sing them, uh, really. Sometimes he kind of takes on the character and it is kind of like concept record or music. It's really hard to explain exactly what it is because it's, mm-hmm. it's not animation exactly because it's just still frames, but they're like, you know, prettily edited and there's like stuff that moves inside of them. Yeah. Um, like, is it like, it's not like animated though, the things that move within it. It's like stuff is kind of like moving yeah, in and out. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so it's called the light in the woods. If I haven't mentioned that, um, mm-hmm. and this is book one and it's, um, it's really cute and it's really cool that, I mean, this is feels like the quality of the music, the quality of the drawings, like, if this is a guy who had a lot of money, it would be like a movie, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't have a lot of money. And I think <laughs> what's really impressive is he's able to sort of take this really large idea, like a Pixar movie level idea, and sort of just do it anyway. And having the confidence to just be like, I'm going to, because he's like a pretty dang good painter. Like he's a trained painter as well. Uh, is I'm going to make all the music. I'm going to tell this story. I'm going to write the story. I'm going to paint all the paintings um, and uh, make it myself with like very little help. Like the credits are kind of funny. They're kind of like student film where it's like his name over and over again. Yeah. <laughs> Created by Vancouver, written and directed by Vancouver, edited by Vancouver. Uh, I mean, the, the players of his band get credits and like a couple people helped with like visual effects. Mm-hmm. Um, there's like some CGI uh, things that are animated um, that he got help with. Um, but it seems like it's mostly something he was just working on for 10 years. And then you just get to see it. Um, and it's just a little introduction, but it is fairly emotional. Um, it's really sweet. It has a nice spooky vibe, um, has a real folly kind of vibe, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I really liked it. I think he's a, I love his his music, so it's great to hear new Radical Face music. Um, and then within the context of this little story, seems like it's going to be a big story. I don't know how many books it's going to be. He's calling these episodes books. Um, but I'm very excited, and I, I want more people to, to check it out. All right. Cool. Should so, we get to it? Let's get to Saw X. This is our feature presentation, <laughs> Saw X, from 2023. Uh, I actually forgot to look at who directed this. Directed uh, by Kevin Grudert. Grudert. Written by Peter Goldfinger and Josh Stolberg. Uh, starring Tobin Bell and Shawnee Smith um, as the main characters. Now, Saw is a decades-long running uh, thing now. Um I have a I, yeah. The I, first one came out when I was in like tenth grade, twenty oh four. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So it is next year. It will be twenty years of Saw, ten, ten int- uh, entries into the series. I have not seen two of them. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen Jigsaw and I haven't seen Spiral. I have seen all of the numbered ones now. Yeah, I think um, I probably have two, but um Saw eight is uh Saw three D. That's the mm-hmm. really ridiculous one where they're in a car dealership and stuff. Um yeah. 
So I've seen them all except for the the serious ones with Chris Rock and then whatever Jigsaw is about. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, this is a the tenth installment of the series, um, and the plot is that Jigsaw. What's really confusing right up top. I don't know when this is supposed to take place. Yeah, I was not clear uh, on when it's supposed to take place. You I, get it a little later. Um, but at the beginning, it's not clear when this takes place, which I think is intentional. It feels like they're teasing it a little bit. Really? At the start. Yeah, because I think that like... So at the beginning, uh, it's John Kramer, Jigsaw, is... Uh, you know, he's in the hospital. He's talking to his doctor. His doctor's like, look, dude, you're fucking dying. Like, for real. You you got brain cancer. It's over for you. <laughs> Why don't you fucking just die already? <laughs> and yeah, he's like, like, no. You got like three months, man. You're about I to die. I will never die. <laughs> you're trying to tell me to die? <laughs> <laughs> I tell people to die. Yeah. Um. And so he's like walking around the hospital and he sees a custodian stealing money and uh, he fantasizes about doing Jigsaw to him. So uh, is that not supposed to be real? That wasn't real, yeah. So because then good, you see that one's we, stupid. <laughs> yeah, so we cut back to it, and uh, we see him put the money back in the drawer because he realizes Kramer saw him, and he says, "Good choice." Um, oh yeah, okay. Which I loved that bit. That bit I wish was like what the whole movie was basically, which is like I love him just like living his normal life and just like having little daydreams about jigsaw he was jigsaw well no i think like i like that he is jigsaw um like he is jigsaw already he's already doing it yeah and one of the things that's always like the great mystery of the saw franchise is like like where do the ideas come from jigsaw like where do you get your inspiration from (laughs) and like how often are you like do you just like write them down and come back to them later are these coming off the dome when you get the guy and and this is a big question for later too when we get to the real jigsaw action but like i like this like little bit of it where you get to see him like you know spinning off the idea like riffing it a little bit and like like you said that one kind of sucked a little bit so the the trap is that the guy's got a fucking shop vac with like, the two tubes are like stuck to his eyes <laughs> and uh, he's got a little dial in one hand and a machine on the other that like rips his fingers back to break them every time he turns the dial and Jigsaw is like the shop vac will suck your eyes out <laughs> if you don't turn the dial <laughs> and so he turns the dial and you see it break one of his fingers does it again breaks another one and like you know and then this. he, for some reason, fails it, and then you see his eyeballs get sucked out. Yeah, which uh-huh. I I didn't like when I was watching it, thinking that it was real, because I mm-hmm. was like, "Why wouldn't you just turn it all the way and break all the fingers?" Like, do immediately. it all at once. Yeah, um, um, that doesn't seem very well thought out. And then I also like don't like when in Saw in general. In case you're not familiar, <laughs> <laughs> Saw is about this guy who wants people to appreciate their life when he feels like they're not appreciating their life, so he captures them and tortures them. Uh, and gets them to want to survive and hopefully change their life. Yeah, he sets up a little game for them, and if they live through it, then they have the will to live for real. <laughs> for, for real, for real. Uh, <laughs> and so that one, I was just like, wait, you don't punish people for your their like social problems like yeah this is like i mean what are you like a fucking like saudi arabian governor like cutting yeah. off this guy's hand for shoplifting that's <laughs> like, not what the mor- fuck is what's this? your morality and i feel like one of the biggest problems with saw in general uh 
is that what is that a lot of times the writers will just like not give a shit about the mm-hmm. fact that Jigsaw has morality and it's important. <laughs> right. And they're just like, what kind of fun trap can we do? Um, yeah. So in this one, it's kind of like so in this scene, I like the I like the fact that the that the trap kind of sucks. Right. Because it's like he just thought of it just now, you know, he's yeah. going to, he's, he's going like, to write it down in do? his notepad. He's going to like, he's going to spin it around a little bit, let it bake a little more, yeah, come up a with bit. a few more, <laughs> maybe a few more bits really... and bobs, a couple more angles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're, you're absolutely changing my mind on that because yeah. I, I thought it was real and I forgot that it wasn't yeah. and that it, it being real and the idea of him being like, nah, he appreciates his life. He's just trying to survive, you know, yeah. like, he put that's the money back. Room. We don't that's need to do room. jigsaw to him. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I like that a lot. But there's also something really funny in the fact that like it so obviously was a reshoot. Like it's so clear that like they finished most of the movie and they're like looking at an early cut of it and they're like it is too boring at the beginning. There's too much of Kramer. Like we gotta we gotta break it up with something and they just throw in this like little fantasy kill. <laughs> But they should, he never does it again. You never see it again. <laughs> they should absolutely do that, though. Yeah, it is very smart of them. It was they the should, right they choice. Sh- they should have. I want to see more movies like this where it's just John Kramer trying to not die of cancer and then thinking of the people and being like, what so would that's it what be I was going like? to say is I would have been actually pretty happy if the whole movie was just him living like a normal, even if it's just like a day in the life, you know, like, because yeah. there's another moment later where we see him chilling at a park, just like listening to kids play. And it's like a fun, cute old man moment and then you just see him like drawing a picture in his notebook of like a fucking bear trap machine for someone's head <laughs> <laughs> yeah i almost expected him to like cross it out and be like no i did that one no he rips it out he takes he rips the page out of his notebook and crumbles it up because yeah, yeah, he's he like because he's got a new lease on life or whatever he doesn't need jigsaw anymore like, but anyway I, so so he good uh, jar so he's at a cancer uh, support meeting and there's this fellow there uh, who has like terminal pancreatic has like days to live or whatever. And then he runs into him later at a, uh, like a cute food truck. <laughs> he's like, he's like, you look great. And he's like, he's like, yeah, I found a miracle cure. And this lady in uh, Sweden, she does this special thing. And, uh, you know, why don't you go check her out? And so Kramer goes and checks her out. I like that he makes him write down a link. Well, like he- <laughs> he, well so he says, like, you know, I, her, her number's disconnected. She had to move again because what she does is illegal. Um, but, you know, here's like a here's a URL to find it. Right. But he doesn't just text him the URL. He makes him write. Yeah. <laughs> That's very um, old guy behavior. It is very old guy behavior. It's also it takes place uh, in the early two thousands. Yes, it does because yeah. this is between Saw one and two. Mm-hmm. So, so basically, he he finds this lady. He calls her. Uh, she's like, "I can squeeze you in. Why don't you come down to Mexico uh, to my clinic, and we'll treat you for cancer. Uh, we'll tr- cure you with our special magic." And. Uh, yeah, and he goes down there, and it's like a really like. I mean, at this point, we're like a half hour into the movie. It's like the whole first third of this movie basically is. Um, yeah, real slow. Just a really story slow. about a guy trying to get a cancer treatment, which I thought, mm-hmm. you know, while it is a little boring, uh, I kind of respected it 
to be yeah. like, no, this is a real story. We're going to take this one seriously. We're not going too crazy with the kills and everything. And I, I, I was into it. I was excited I think I to see what happened. I could have used one or two more little little flashes of I think we could have done a couple of fantasy especially with um there's so much to do in Mexico Mm -hmm. like he gets like almost gets uh abducted yeah right like by the cartel or something yeah but they are they end up being the uh the the ladies you know they work for her Right, but he's like in the cab and then the cab driver turns and they like rescue him from that right no, no, happened? no. So they come up with the guns and they like are pretending to be the cartel to like, I guess, scare, uh, you know, scare off potential, you know, cops or whatever. Mm. Uh, and then the cartel guys take him the rest of the way. Okay. Which after later and what turns out happening, I'm kind of like, what was the point of that? That's just, yeah, you're extra, not really, yeah. I, extra I think, guys. but that, that's a, this is a great moment when they could have been like, mm these are cartel guys. He gets a, has a run in with uh, someone yeah, really he bad. Have, he could have fantasized have about fantasy. like, yeah, yeah, like you smuggle drugs across the border for a living. Now cut now. this kilo of heroin out of your ass. <laughs> yeah. Now, <laughs> now smuggle drugs into your brain. <laughs> it's just like, it's like a machine that's like, like a flower sifter and like their head is cut open and they have to like sift cocaine directly onto their <laughs> exposed brain. <laughs> yeah, that would have been fun. And then he's like, yeah. no, and then ripping the page out. Like, that's stupid. That's stupid. That's too much. <laughs> I want to see him be like, no, that one's dumb. More. Yeah. Um, that was good. But yeah, no, I we really don't get like that. the idea of him workshopping his ideas and like writing them down and stuff. And, and like, then we get to see like, fa- we know what we really ought to get to see failed versions. Mm. Like he's fantasizing and then they figure out a way to like fuck it up or do it too well or it doesn't get punished enough or like they escape or something. And or he's, he's like, like oh, doing no, no. it to somebody. It's, he's made it all the way to getting them into it. And then like the bear trap like doesn't spring or something. <laughs> and you have him come out and he's like, oh, damn it. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he's like checking the parts and whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, maybe a little too funny, but... <laughs> Yeah, I, there's so much to play with. He's just with like this. he's like I'm really sorry about this. I mean, I, <laughs> I I really tested this thing a lot. Let me just let me just let me see if that'll do. And then it just like blows their head off. And he's like, there we go. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> no, because they lost the game. It was supposed yeah. to kill them. So he's trying to fix it for them and apologizing that they're not dead yet. <laughs> yeah, you got to do more stuff with Jigsaw. He's 81 years old. Yeah. Um, so anyway, so he goes to this clinic. Uh, it's uh, a hilarious, like, hitman map. <laughs> it's like, it's like a fucked up old factory that has this, like, serene white clean room in the middle of it. <laughs> like, yes. It is literally, this would be a hitman map. This would be like, you know, there's a guy who's like passed out on the operating table. Go and take him out, 47 or whatever the fuck number he is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is it 41? 41 i don't know whatever um so uh basically so he goes and he gets a surgery and um on his way in he meets this fellow who's on his way out from surgery and he's like these people work miracles they're pretty good they're so good and then he lays down for a surgery and uh he wakes up and they're like you're cured now john get out there and live your life uh 
and um he like comes back with like a bottle of tequila for them as like a little gift it's so <laughs> and, like, sad. and he gets there and it's emptied out and he like sees on a computer monitor that they were like playing footage of a fake surgery and then he checks under his bandages and they never even cut him open which to me i'm like <laughs> what do you, do you know? what amateur hour bullshit is this like you guys are willing like this lady you know <laughs> yes. she's willing to do gruesome horrible things but she's not willing to just like put a fucking cut in the guy's head so that if he checks there's something there <laughs> like what do you what are you like getting off on the idea that like he's gonna check it and realize he got scammed <laughs> <laughs> yeah also like what's the point that he like puts in a dvd he's like oh this is the video i was watching like just set up a webcam and cut his head open. Yes, actually like, do that. You can also, totally do keep, that. Why are you keeping him awake? Like, I I don't get. Like, I don't really get that part. Uh, yeah, this um, is like. Oh, because well, that one is because they didn't have a real anesthesiologist, and it's like hard to. They don't want to murder him, you know, because oh, that's a right. bigger charge if you actually kill him, and you could kill somebody with anesthesia. Okay, that makes a little sense, but you could just actually. You cut could open just his actually, brain. or just put a just a regular cut. Just take a knife cut it and just close it back up you're not gonna kill him <laughs> like he's gonna be fine but when he puts when he opens the thing he'll see oh there's a cut there you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> pretty fucking easy <laughs> pretty easy uh yeah but this anyway is- so he realizes he's been scammed this whole thing's been a fucking scam uh i don't know about you did did this twist uh did it get you yeah i feel i knew it from you knew it was a scam the moment I saw the guy at the food truck, I was like, this guy's up to no good. Interesting. I didn't, he looks fine again. And I was like, well, that's it's pancreatic cancer. You know, you don't get fined for pancreatic cancer. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just didn't know where it was going. I was mm-hmm. like, OK, what is going to happen? I thought he dies in episode three. So yeah. is he going to so, get cured? I, up I, I to could, about I, this point, I thought that the angle this might have been going on was that this is a prequel and that we were learning about like where Jigsaw came from. And I thought that the brain surgery maybe was going to like fuck up his like impulse control or something. <laughs> oh, to like explain why they get more gruesome as like traps and like, yeah, exactly. He's so, just, well, like, now I'm into fucking killing people for no reason. Or that like the fantasy was about him just being like, what if I used my art, you know, my, my special engineering powers for, for, punishing people and then like somebody cuts his brain open and he's like i'll do it for real though (laughs) yeah (laughs) um but no so it's he got scammed and um he does like i mean this is kind of stupid now but he basically he tracks down everybody it's not hard at all uh (laughs) these people are not very well hidden he manages to get them all i mean they're they're basically like pretty bumbling scammers Mm -hmm. like they didn't do a very good job. They immediately left. Like, if you're going to do something like this, why do you have to, like, you wouldn't have to really leave. Like, yeah, it. you just scam them a little better. Also, they're going to die anyway. Like, I don't know. This It doesn't really make sense. This is like kind of high school level writing where you, like, don't understand how anything in the world works mm-hmm. it's like you can do anything if you just like get the government and cartel on your side and just yeah. be like oh yeah we're just re- pay off some cartel guys to just hang out by the place and if if jigsaw comes back Kill just him. point a gun in his face and be like get the fuck out of here yeah 
get out of here. Run away. You uh, even had the you had it already with the cartel guys greeting him. You could just have it be like, you know, they're the security and yeah. they're keeping people out of here and you're not supposed to be back here. So get fucking lost. So <laughs> they, they, they do a <laughs> they do a real uh quick montage of them being like, all right, let's get them all in here. Yeah. And then they Jigsaw has Yeah, I don't I think guess, any of them are very fun. Um Jigsaw sets up a whole a Yeah, he whole calls his homies in. He calls his homies in and they bring all his shit down. Uh and this yeah, is hilarious to too because he's really got a lot of shit with him in Mexico. He sure does. It kind of feels like it would have been easier to have just brought the people up to New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, he he in one night apparently makes like huge contraptions. Uh, I mean, this is like uh, we're talking about like a full fucking like container ship containers worth of yes. like, you know, mechanical parts. The puppet makes it down. <laughs> 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 fucking everything is there. I mean, maybe he could have sourced it locally. I don't know. It seems like a lot of shit for him to have gotten on short note. <laughs> He's an 81 year old man. He's yeah. like not lifting this stuff by himself. Like no. he, he, he creates like a hydraulic lift. Like. <laughs> this, with gears and stuff like this is uh it doesn't make any sense um yeah. but the what happens is he puts them all in a big warehouse uh it's the main lady the the uh the blonde lady mm-hmm. uh the guy blonde who's doctor pre- lady she's the main doctor to, the guy who's pretending to be a doctor the lady who's pretending to be the anesthesiologist um and the lady and, who just like brought him some tequila what the fuck was that about? <laughs> yeah, why her? She was in on it, I guess. Maybe. He doesn't know that. <laughs> and he also feels bad. Like, he's like, well, you weren't really in on it, so I'm going to give you a light, easy one where you yeah. only have to break your hand and your leg. Um, and because- die of fucking radiation poisoning a week later. <laughs> so we get another Saw movie where it's all in one room. That's mm-hmm. a little bit uh, a callback uh, to the first one and the second one. But in um, this one, it's not a like everybody's got to work together to do the puzzles sort of thing. This one, it's everyone individually does their puzzle. Right. And they just like watch each other not do the puzzle. And he really um, mixes up the delivery on this one in an interesting way where like the first one, he's there because he wants yeah, everybody no to see. Puppet. Folks, it's me. It's I'm the one who you guys scammed and uh, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm. It, getting my revenge or whatever. Well, he doesn't is, want to call it revenge, but well, it's revenge. The, the, <laughs> my biggest issue with this movie is that this is not Jigsaw mm-hmm. doing Jigsaw stuff for Jigsaw reasons. This is a movie where John Kramer got fucking ripped off. <laughs> yeah. Someone sold John Kramer reverse mortgage. <laughs> His grandson came home and was like, Grandpa, what the fuck? <laughs> Do I need to take over your fucking finances, <laughs> Grandpa? And then he just decides to like take in them. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. which I, th- you know, it's it's not how Saw is supposed to work, and I don't <laughs> think I like as a Saw fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I like all these move these stupid ass movies. Um, I don't like that he's just like also a superhero of vengeance. That yeah, isn't the first the movie is like it's like the the doctor is like cheating on his wife and that's like what it's that's why he's there and then the other guy yeah. is like a peeping tom who's like taking pictures of him or some shit like yeah they're like people <laughs> who he doesn't who he's designated as not. it's it's always been a little bit fraught because it's mm-hmm. like 
what does it mean to not be living your life to the fullest or whatever? Well, and they I, escalated every time too, where like, you know, later on it's like, you're a pharmaceutical executive who denied my claim. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, that's, that's when it gets like, I feel like at this point, more of the, uh, more of the movies have been like, you are a bad person mm-hmm. and you need to be taught a lesson. Yeah. The first movie has the fat guy who's a slob. Because mm-hmm. it's, you know, to be completely honest, Saw is just let's do seven and stupid. Yeah. Um, It's a girl who's addicted to heroin who's Amanda. um, And that's throwing away your life. Being a fat ass who doesn't do anything, that's throwing away your life. That's the point of Saw. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's one more... Some guy. Well, I can't. He's a guy who like sets himself on fire. I can't remember what his deal is. He's maybe just like a hikikomori or something. Like he does. Does he go fucking outside. like cut himself or something? Is that what it is? He's like is he a cutter. <laughs> I think that actually might be what it is. Is he's a cutter and Jigsaw is like, was it really suicide or was it just a call for help? <laughs> now you'll have to cut yourself to read these numbers. <laughs> and is it's that like, what the fact? It's was? something like there's like razor wire all over the place, and he's got to like. He's covered oh. in kerosene and he's got to use a match to like read the numbers off the wall or something. Mm. Um, I don't remember. Point so is, anyway, is that they've, they've definitely like shifted between like, mm-hmm. you're a person who needs to appreciate the fact that you have a lot of life in front of you, which means they should be younger than they usually are too. Mm-hmm. Um, to jigsaw is a, super genius super villain who don't fuck with him or be a bad person or don't he'll punish fuck you. with jigsaw yeah. yeah which i i don't like as much i i i don't think this is an interesting reason to torture people mm-hmm. um and especially <laughs> at this level where like <laughs> so the very first trap is the girl who's the anesthesiologist pretender mm-hmm. and what she has to do the way you quote unquote survive this trap and yeah. appreciate your life i guess <laughs> is she has to cut off her whole leg yep cut her whole ass leg off and then suck out the bone marrow mm-hmm. of from the her femur with some like rickety ass vacuum uh to fill it, up yeah, it's a bowl f- it's got to like weigh enough and it's got to also be within time. Or her head will get cut off. Or her head will get cut off. Uh, which is so stupid. Because mm-hmm. it's just like, first of all, I, I liked the ones where you have to make a decision to do something sort of difficult. So the, the fun thing to me about the first saw is that like Amanda, she has this very scary thing on her face. Mm-hmm. And she has to do something scary, which is open up a guy and find a key. Right. Um, but when she survives, she gets the key off. Uh, she wants to live. She's left with like minor scars, like mm-hmm. a little bit of cuts and bruising, but she's fine. The more they go into like, you have to like maim yourself, yeah. <laughs> like turn off your will to live to like, hurt yourself to live that like makes less and less sense to me mm-hmm. and this i'm pretty sure just is impossible this like, wouldn't you, be survivable you have a fucking femoral artery right there <laughs> like, yeah, that would just you, drain your blood and kill you instantly <laughs> you, <laughs> yeah you'd be dead within seconds um and 
you know, and she is anyway because she sucks out the bone marrow and it doesn't uh, it doesn't do it in time. She's two seconds away, which again kind of like gives up the game a little bit on Jigsaw because it's like functionally what you're trying to get her to do is cut her fucking leg off. You know, like the right. timer is not the big thing here. <laughs> like what you're looking for is the action of being willing to live. At least yeah. in a regular jigsaw. And this, he wants them all to die, basically. He doesn't right. really care. And, and to, what I thought uh, was this one being the first one, I wouldn't do any of this stuff. I'd be like, look, she cut off her own leg and you didn't let her live. Yeah. Like, this is bullshit. You're not going to, you're and just going to kill like, us. Not playing the game is not an option. But, like, what's he going to do? You see him puss out when, <laughs> when they kill somebody <laughs> who wasn't supposed to be killed. Like, yeah, you're going to kill us anyway. So, fuck you is like yeah. kind of how I would respond to that. I'm not cutting my leg off. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> uh, I'm not even going to try. So, uh, she fails because, and, and you can blame the vacuum. Like you can blame the vacuum that's mm-hmm. supposed to suck out the bone marrow. Yeah, on this you didn't one. buy a good enough vacuum jigsaw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, she would have been alive if if the vacuum worked better and wasn't so slow. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that one. I I like when they really try to get you on Jigsaw's side, and this one starts off being like, "No, this is stupid. Yeah. Like this is just murdering this person, and that's fine." He can be a villain, but like at least make it an interesting one. And don't spend half the movie trying to be like, oh, poor John, he's dying of cancer and he's a, <laughs> he's a sad old man who got ripped off because he still believed that he might be okay. Like, you know, and then fucking have him do that shit. <laughs> yeah. So then the next one ridiculous. is um, there's like a sequence where they cut her stomach open to get her intestines out to try to get a phone. It doesn't work. Um, right. Which is there, I guess. So there's motivation for later another guy to show up. We'll get to that. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's really it. We don't need to go too in depth on that. The next trap is uh, this guy's got a thing on his face that Jigsaw fails to explain. Yeah, lots of <laughs> not explaining the traps in this one because he's just there and he yeah. like hasn't recorded a written message. And I mean, like as the that's a funny went- angle, by the way, that they do not go into where. Uh, there's a line where the doctor is like, Ooh, you're, you know, you, you're off of your game jigsaw. Like you got beaten by one of your own games. I wanted him to be like, well, we're not in my regular office. <laughs> this isn't where I usually work. out." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Miscalculation actually. Sorry about that. Uh, yeah. He doesn't, I, when it, when it happens at the end, I was like, Oh, what is it doing? <laughs> it's, it's like a fucking George Foreman grill. <laughs> <laughs> so this one you're supposed to, He's supposed to <laughs> use a uh, fucking Dremel to cut his own skull open yeah. and then scoop out pieces of his brain uh, and, and dissolve then, it in acid. <laughs> and then that weighs something. Yeah, I it think does you would, this would just kill you. This, you can't. Yeah, you can't cut pieces of your own brain out. <laughs> also, this one just kills you. Um, <laughs> not a very interesting Rube Goldberg trap. No, not very interesting. And then he doesn't make it, and the fucking sandwich then closes on his face, and <laughs> which looks like Olmac from Legends yeah. of the Hidden Temple. <laughs> um, also, um, in this sequence, um, uh, this is so where like the burns his head. I guess like this is where the brain. little jigsaw dolly makes its appearance. It rides out and delivers him a little tape recorder. Now he's up in this like this office. Uh, this like supervisor's office in the warehouse. <laughs> so he's not, he's not delivering the, the rules anymore. Right. Uh, so then the third one is the girl who delivered tequila. Um, Wait a second. Wait a second. We skipped a trap. Actually a pretty good one. 
Oh, uh, the, the the first guy, the cab on. driver. Yeah, he had one that was like bombs that were like uh, stapled like, to his arms. They were like it was like a it looks like it was like a bike lock. Like it was like one of those like um one of those flexi bike locks that they yeah, used to like he, like. he like he like sewed it onto his forearms with the bike lock chain. Yeah, and then he ha- he he gives him like Edward exacto Edward hands. Forty hands <laughs> <laughs> exacto knives. So he had to like crudely cut the pipe bombs off of his arms before yeah. they uh blow up mm-hmm. um that one and he succeeds that one is good because it seems very possible mm-hmm. you would hurt yourself a lot you would need medical attention but you would survive but again it's not because he wants him to appreciate his life it's just to get information about out of him and mm-hmm. punish him for his uh, role in this which i again think is bad and <laughs> stupid yeah um so that one's a fun one i actually liked it i wasn't sure if he's gonna make it um and then when he does make it it's weird because he gets the first one off and the timer stops like mm-hmm. jigsaw looks like he stops the timer with like a little device or something he gets the second one off and it blows up anyway which i mm-hmm. thought was weird um anyway so then we get to the third trap of the other one, which is the little girl, not little girl, but like the she's young woman. She's pretty young. She's she addicted like to drugs. Teenager. It seems like she's got a lot going on in her life. Yeah. Um. I, again, like another person who feels like a victim of their circumstance, who's mm-hmm. just like doing somebody, you know, get doing a job basically of just like, okay, we're paying you to like bring these old people back to the room and act like our receptionist. Basically, you know, she, she knows what maybe what they're doing, but like you could just not. I don't think she should be involved. It's fucked up that she's involved. Yeah. Um, but this one is also pretty bad. Um, yeah, she's hung up like disco inferno arm. style, like one <laughs> arm up, one leg out um, yeah. on and chains. And then there's a fucking like radiation machine that they use for like treating cancer that is just beaming onto her and then it just keeps getting stronger and she's got a sledgehammer that she's got to break her hand and foot to get out of the shackles to get so out she'll of fall the, down. yeah um um which uh this I, feels I a lot more like classic jigsaw to me like at least I, it's I, a, it's a survivable trap it's yeah. like i agree it's just um she doesn't really deserve it also where did he um, get the radiation machine? Also, a radiation machine, wouldn't that like give you cancer? I don't really know how it works. I don't really know what's supposed to be happening. Yeah, I, I don't I know wish enough they about it. I wish it would just have been like heat. Yeah, so just she, use like, a fucking heat gun. Like, yeah. um, I know you got to tie everything back to your cancer, but like you could have just done a heat gun or some shit like that. Yeah, so this is okay. Um, and she survives, falls to the ground, and then they're like, okay, let's get her to the hospital. So meanwhile, through live. all this... Um, the guy who we saw earlier who's getting different surgery, he shows up, he's banging on the wall, being like, hey, give me my fucking money back. Give me my fucking money back, you crook. Yeah. Uh, and then they like conk him over the head with a baseball bat and chain him up. Uh, and he's watching all this being like, this is fucked. What the fuck? I was yeah. just here to get my money back and maybe kill the doctor. Um <laughs> 
And then it turns out this is where the big twist is, uh, where he's like, surprise, baby, I'm your fucking boyfriend. Yeah, I'm actually in on this whole thing. And, and I'm so here then to they, they, Uno Reversi, turn the tables on, on Jigsaw. <laughs> uh, but I want to just talk about this guy for a little bit because I actually, like, I feel like this was such a missed opportunity um, for two different possibilities in the movie. One of which is just actually having him really be a cancer, you know, a cancer patient who actually you know, it was trying to get his money back and having it be this opportunity to confront Jigsaw about how fucked up his weird thing is, you know, to yeah. have this cancer patient be like, look, I mean, I want revenge too, but this is fucked up what you're doing. Yeah, man. this person doesn't... And, and you can't even, like, try to make this any sort of, like, you don't know shit because I know I'm doing the same thing you are. I got tricked by the same fucking people. I have the same deadly thing. We're in the same circumstances. In fact, I'm a just, bit fucking younger than you. You know. <laughs> yeah, you could just take the money and be like, "Fuck you guys," and then leave. You don't yeah, have to. Or do just all kill this. them regular. You know? <laughs> like, it's way worse that you're doing it this way. Yeah. Uh, um, so that would have been an interesting angle. Another interesting angle I was kind of hoping it was going to be was that like the guy gets into it and like not like becoming another jigsaw disciple because I'm like a little over that. But I was kind of into the idea of him just being like a like a like a bit of comic relief, just kind of being there, just being like, I love that. Like, how did you do that? You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, just yeah. asking him questions about the machines and stuff and like maybe like eating some popcorn and just being like, nice work, dude. You really are an artist, you know? <laughs> Yeah, something. Do something with this guy. But no, he's just in on it. Yeah. Um, so he uh turns the tables. He frees the uh the lady. Yeah, the lady doctor, the main big bad. Uh John is like, we gotta take her <coughs> we gotta take the other girl to the hospital. She's survived her trap. And and the woman's like, oh, her? And she just like steps on her neck and like breaks her neck and kills her. Right. She's uh, very arch. She's just an yeah. evil, evil bitch. Um, and then they're like, no, fuck you. We're actually going to kill you with, with your own traps. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "I not only that, I want to kill an innocent person just to because I know you would not like that. And yeah. I don't care. <laughs> Which so- is r- ridiculous because in the first <laughs> fucking movie, uh, a whole like a whole B plot of it is that this fucking... Uh, you know, this fucking janitor is like holding the doctor's like wife and kid hostage with a fucking gun, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, and, and she knows he's jigsaw. She's heard about the, uh, the first movie. Oh, great. Um, great line delivery here, by the way of jig fucking soul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So just I, some I'm, real brutal acting in this. One in of the, the yeah, uh, one sure. of the really tough things about this is like, you know, it's it's a nice, ambitious idea to have done this, like, you know, character-driven piece where you're spending a lot of time with Kramer and whatever and, like, getting to know other stuff outside of, you know, jigsaw traps and stuff. But a big failing point of this is that you are still working with the same talent pool that you normally would be working with for a horror movie. And so, like, yeah. you do have some real clunkers in here. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, you know, the Parker guy... The, the the guy he's actually pretty good mm-hmm. um the lady is pretty bad yeah um tobin bell he's doing his kramer thing yeah he's all he, right he's he's he does what he does but amanda has just always been bad mm-hmm. um amanda is not a great actress <laughs> and she's also wearing like an outrageous wig in this <laughs> Yeah, they're old, and they had considered uh, de-aging them mm-hmm. because it's kind of like uh, 
kind of like um, Better Call Saul, where it's like, this is a prequel. He's just 10 years older, yeah. <laughs> and it's very noticeable. Um, so they considered digitally de-aging, but they're like, whatever. Uh, I, I think that's a better... I think it's fine. You know, it's silly, but I'd, I'd, I'd rather just use the actors than try to digitally de-age them because mm-hmm. that always looks insane. Um, so yeah. And then she captures a little kid, the little kid who's out there playing soccer. Yeah. We see him earlier. It's not really that important. Um, uh, Kramer she, helps him fix a bike. Oh, this will be important because I mean, not really important because they could have just made the kid speak English and this would have been fine. Sure, I, guess, I liked but, this little callback though. Uh, yeah. He teaches him how to fix his bike and he, he asks him how to say pull in Spanish and he teaches him, um, Haka, I guess. Hala. Hala. Uh-huh. Uh, huh. Uh, yes. So they strap him to one of Jigsaw's many puzzles that he's flown down to Mexico. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and this they one are- I don't know what's going on with because it's so it's a seesaw <laughs> that yeah. is also waterboarding you with blood. Uh, so I another get- another famously non fatal. Uh, you know. Well, this one is good and bad. I liked what I think the idea was supposed to be, which he specifically doesn't explain to the little kid because mm-hmm. he doesn't speak Spanish, but he just says. No holla, like don't pull this. Yeah. Um, just like I'll take it all. So basically what happens is you you raise up and then you both get waterboarded, and then whoever pulls it goes down, and the other person isn't being waterboarded. Um, the thing is, is like you could just turn your head. Like they <laughs> like I guess the implication is that they can't because of the collar, but it doesn't look like they're not like held by anything to not just turn their head. I think um, they are they're like in like a headrest or something like that. But um, the uh, yeah, so there's some mechanism also by which like you can push it and it makes it go the other way. Right. And you can hold it pulled to like or pushed to to make the other person unable to move theirs. Right. And so based on like the audio from later in in the final trap, like it kind of seems like the idea of this was another one of those things where it's like, you know, you two work together to scam sick people. Now you'll have to work against one another. You know, right. uh, or work together to like. I got. I, I don't know how. I don't whatever. know what like the win condition of this trap would be, mm-hmm. but it. You know, it. But it's the clear way, the idea of it is to try to get them to like be selfish and push the other one down. You know, right? Or give them the option of being selfless, like they do. Uh, take it a couple of times, and then mm-hmm. take it a little while, and then so that's what ends up happening is that he's like, "Don't pull this," and then the little kid realizes that if he pulls it, he'll take it away from Jigsaw for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So he does it because he just is a good-hearted person, um, and then Jigsaw's like, "No, no, no!" And then he like pulls it and holds it so he can't pull it again. Yeah, and um, again, this is just blood. I don't know where Jigsaw got all this blood from. It's, it's gallons, <laughs> gallons and gallons of blood. Uh, Must but, be animal blood. It's the only thing that makes sense, right? And then somehow they stop it. Well, it ends after a while. I think there's some. I think it's probably a timed one. Would be my no, guess. I thought. I thought they'd get one over. Oh, I see. I see what you're saying. Yeah, because they go they go up. So yeah, the, the doctor the bad- and the other guy go up to go find the money so that they can get out of there. Yeah. Uh, and then they grab the bag that has the money and it sets off a trap. Mm-hmm. And then everything stops and they have like 
the collars seem to have like secret combinations of some weird mechanism that he is able to just like get out of. And then now they're running another trap on the people. And this one is probably the laziest one that makes this one the least sucks. sense. <laughs> I mean, I understand. I understand why it sucks because he wasn't intending to use it. You know, right. I mean, it's, it's like it was a fall. It was a fail safe. Yeah, this is a classic. Um, uh, magicians call it having, you know, it's multiple outs. You know, you have like multiple ways out of the trick so that it ends with the conditions that you want anyway, right? So, so in this case, the room locks and it fills with po- like poison gas, and right, but there's which, only one hole that you can breathe out of, right? Which is like, I guess, but like the flaps aren't like airtight or anything. It looks like it would just like pour into the other room as well, <laughs> uh, which is where they are. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, it's so, a big space. I mean, you know. Yeah, it's it's a little lazy, but uh, they're they have to fight over who gets to put their head through. It's also weird because uh, Parker's hand starts to like deteriorate, like it's yeah, hurting so it's his like hand, nerve gas or something. But then it like isn't happening to her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very odd. But she uh, stabs him to death, and uh, she successfully puts her head there, and then makes it through. Yeah. Um, and lives and then uh on the way out jigsaw picks up the tote bag full of money and gives it to the little kid uh so now the little kid is gonna be like balling out (laughs) (laughs) which i guess i mean like that's nice but like you probably need that money i don't know (laughs) to pay for your other treatments Uh, or just other traps is he's not like independently wealthy that's not a part of this it's not clear man because like this shit is not cheap you know like it's always been funny because of like how intricate the traps are and how many machines are used and whatever and you're like this shit would not be cheap to manufacture but then additionally in this one he's flying down to mexico on a day's notice paying a quarter of a million dollars for a fucking treatment when in another one you know, one of the big motivations against the guy is that like they denied his fucking insurance claim. It's like, buddy, I don't think you need the insurance. I think you could probably <laughs> just pay like, for this. Seems like you have millions of dollars lying around. Uh, yeah, so that's very confusing. Uh, and then that's just the end of the movie. They walk away mm. into the sunset and then it's not really explained what happens to the lady doctor. I think she's like, being held for like a potential like comeback again villain. Oh, Okay. Which I really she could sucks. not. I could, <laughs> I could not want any less. Not only does this character suck, the actor sucks, and also I don't like this whole fucking jigsaw protagonist thing. He's a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, we're not I supposed mean, to have a worse guy fighting jigsaw while jigsaw does jig. Like the only way to keep yeah. making this work is to have jigsaw keep punishing like true wicked people or whatever. Sure. Like I think that's the lazy version. Mm-hmm. I think, but I will accept it. Like, okay, you want to punish people and get them to stop doing... Like, I think it's again, not just lazy, favorite- it's pussy. It's fucking cowardly to be yeah. like, I, I'm too afraid of writing the bad guy. Like, there's no fucking... There's no Halloween, you know, where Michael Myers is, like, you know, punishing the wicked. Like, he's always a bad guy. Yeah. He's a bad guy. It's a horror movie, you it's know? It's fine like, to be a bad it's guy. It's scary to watch Batman fucking fight the Riddler. <laughs> there's yeah there's a there's a way to do that but that's i guess not it's what the I punisher want. it's really more like the punisher it's right it's, batman with murder but i mean it's like it's not cool he's an old man it's yeah it's supposed to be creepy and 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 spooky but uh yeah i don't like taking jigsaw yeah um as anywhere near as much as i like either well especially when it's something that people just did to him like 
in in one of my favorite ones, Saw Six, uh, where it's the insurance guy. Like, mm-hmm. okay, fine, he's a really bad guy, and you want to get this to this behavior to stop, so you scare him into not doing it. That's not my favorite. I like when it is him trying to, like, in a twisted way, help people, and then yeah. like I like the whole thing where I like conceptually that Amanda, like decides that she really was helped and helps jigsaw like the cult of jigsaw forming around him that's more interesting to me um it's still dark and you can still make it bad um and weird but he should have his own internal logic when Mm -hmm. it's just like any excuse for a trap (laughs) uh revenge moral uh you know vindication or whatever it's just it's less interesting so uh yeah. Saw X is not as bad as many of the other Saw movies. Um, but it's not one of the best ones. Uh, yeah, I'd say it's like top half. It's top half, though. Um, I, I feel like I've I've this one's very divisive. I've seen a lot of people say it's the worst one. I've seen a lot of people say it's their favorite one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think both of those are wrong. Um, this is this is prob this is definitely better than seven and eight, and five, and three. But and none of the other ones. Six? Did, is six the one that I just watched? Five I don't know, is the man. one you just watched. With yeah. the... With, like, the cops and whatever. Yeah. and like yeah. Who shows Fuck up in the post-credits sequence, right? Oh, yeah, with a little fun little, like... Yeah, because the guy who scammed Jigsaw to going to begin with, they catch him. Uh, yeah. And they put him in, like, weird-ass fucking, like, fetish clothes and hang him up. <laughs> And I was really confused what the little machine is supposed to be doing to his th- like tickles Oh, it looks him or like something? it's. I mean, it's got like little like bear claws. It looks like it's gonna like you know cut it's gonna like stomach cut open. Him open or something. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, he has a one of the worst lines I've ever heard in in one of these movies where he says like, "You tried to scam Jigsaw, epic bad luck." <laughs> <laughs> He does. He says that. He Hoffman says, says that. He says, "Epic bad luck." <laughs> wow, that sucks. Uh, yeah. And what Hoff- sucks even worse is like on the Reddit thread, people are like, "I loved that." <laughs> man, people are so stupid. epic bad luck. Oh <laughs> uh, man, uh, yeah. Hoffman shows up and uh, says that for some reason. Um, but I guess they're they don't even give him a test. He's just being tortured. Like there's no there's no trap there. He's just like got a bear claw digging into his stomach. So yeah, that's the movie. I would say it's as saw movies go, a decent one. It's mm-hmm. it's I think the traps are like C to D tier mostly. Except the one I like the most is the pipe bomb one, I think. Uh, the gore is fine. It's good. Uh, if that's what you're here for. Um, I think it's definitely getting a recommend because even if it's only in the top half of saw movies, like it's definitely the best one in a while. It's the best one in a long time. Um, which is great. I'm glad it wasn't fucking five level. Um, it, it, it's, it's better than three. Um, so if you're a saw fan, uh, I would I would say you're going to you're going to have a good time like it's yeah. it's classic shit. It's stupid. Uh, there's good there's good kills. You know, it's it's saw. Um, I just personally don't love the direction they're taking it. But yeah, 
yeah, I'll recommend it. It, it. It's nothing different. It's not reinventing the wheel. Uh, but you know, I, I, I like it. Yeah. I liked it enough. I definitely give it a recommend. Cool. Recommending. All right. Thanks so much for listening. That's saw X. Appreciate you being here. If you'd like to hear more of our show, you can go to patreon.com slash generation loss, where you will get a bonus episode every week. Uh, we'll talk about all the things. And this week we did the second season of sense eight. If you want to vote and nominate uh, a show for us to watch on the Sopranos tier, you'd go and join the Sopranos tier at patreon.com slash generation loss. You can also join the dark council and tell us what to watch next month, which I would love to tell you what it is, but I completely forgot next month. <laughs> or if, there, if there even is a theme yet, I think it's giant robot, but I got to check that. Can we veto that? Uh, oh no, it won't matter. I won't be here. <laughs> yeah, you won't uh, be here. So I gotta text yeah, Alex and see if he's still doing it. <laughs> listener, just to give you a heads up, if you haven't been paying attention, uh, I will be on tour for most of November. Um, I will be back for whatever the show is. I'm gonna try and be on as many episodes as I can be. But our good friend Alex Patak is going to be filling in for Hopefully. me. Hopefully. <laughs> so sorry if that's a big bummer for you. Please. Uh, don't think that it is because Alex is much funnier than me. Uh, it'll be a great time. Um, so we'll let you know what the Dark Council is. Follow us on Twitter at Gen Lost Pod. Follow us individually from there. And until next time, that's, that's movies. movies.